0: Welcome to the Polygon Show. I'm Samantha Rushmore, and I'm here today with Allegra Frank. I started <laughs> sniffing my microphone for Why some were you reason. S- Gross. Hmm. It comforts me. Chelsea Stark. Hello, I'm not sniffing anything. Or <laughs> snigging, apparently, <laughs> what I just oh, said. Don't snake, not today. <laughs> <laughs> That's not a JRPG. And Ashley O. Oh. Hello. Hello. Two of us know a lot of things about JRPGs, <laughs> which is what we're going to be talking about today. Uh, we have an, a lot of exciting things to talk about from Earthbound to Fire Emblem to, of course, Persona 5 and every single other JRPG that Ashley has played, um, and maybe even Final Fantasy Crystal Chronicles. And we'll get right on that after this message from Betterment. Hey, Allegra. Sup. what is the best JRPG do you think?
1: Do you want me to go alphabetically or chronologically? So, I uh,
0: just you know, just pick one, just
1: pick the best one, okay? Um, I'm gonna start chronologically. So, Final Fantasy, um, Dragon Warrior, Final Fantasy 2, okay? Final so, Fantasy yeah, that's IV. the best
0: one. So, if you, you're picking the best um, JRPG, but yeah, I am Final what Fantasy
1: 3 or Final Fantasy 6, wanted the best um, investment tool interesting so Dragon Quest 2 yeah, is really good um, well
0: there's a smarter way to manage your money okay, and that's Betterment yeah.
1: Chrono Trigger is really good I hear
0: it's really good yeah. uh, the people who play Chrono Trigger uh, refuse to settle for average which is what the people who uh, use Betterment do because it's the online financial advisor for people who refuse Final Fantasy 7
1: is really good also Final Fantasy 8 yeah, Kinda underrated. But
0: Final Fantasy VIII. Uh, Will Betterment uses cutting-edge technology to build personalized portfolios and mm-hmm. help you make more from your investments. Pokemon Red and, and Blue. Yeah, and then they guide you along the way with advice to help you make smart financial decisions.
1: For one low transparent fee. Ooh, Tales of Symphonia is really good.
0: Yeah, do you think yeah. that um,
1: like, you could use Betterment to help plan for retirement mm-hmm. and reach your financial goals and make the most out of your money? It is really hard to make money in Earthbound, but that's a really good JRPG, too, so that sounds helpful. Yeah, so
0: I would recommend to Ness, uh, Betterment, yeah. don't settle for average investing, mm-hmm. demand better. Mother 3, smart,
1: average like that, Mother 3 is better. That's definitely not um, average at all, because it's lost for all time. I would definitely say Fire Emblem Away. Awakening is really good as
0: well. the well. important thing is that investing does involve risk. And Polygon Show listeners can get up to one year managed mm. free by visiting Betterment.com slash Polygon. Final Fantasy X is worth spending a year on as well if we're still
1: talking best year RPGs. It's very good.
0: B-E-T-T-E-R-M-E-N-T dot com
1: slash Polygon. And I would also argue that Final Fantasy XIII isn't as bad as people say.
0: Since you like talking about JRPGs so much, uh, let's get back to the show. Okay. All right. Did we want to debate whether Final Fantasy Crystal Chronicles is a JRPG or did we or <laughs> no is a Final Fantasy game, not a JRPG? Or did we want to get right into these many, many emails? Well,
1: so have you, you said you haven't played yeah, it? Yeah. What is it. Okay, so I guess just really briefly, and then you guys, you can tell me if you think it's Final Fantasy. So it's this GameCube game, and it was basically made to use the Game Boy Advance link cable, which let you plug in your Game Boy Advance. So you would be able to only play as one person on the screen, like on the GameCube with the GameCube controller, but it's basically a co-op game. You can beat it by yourself, but it's really, really hard, so they want you to do it with other people. Okay. But the only way other people can play is with the Game Boy Advance plugged mm-hmm. in. And it's pretty much, like, it's not, like, turn-based battles. It's just kind of, like, in the field, like, an action RPG. You're running into monsters and then just killing them while you see them. And you have to hold this crystal jug all the time or else you will die eventually. So someone always has to carry this huge, like, Gallon of water above the head.
0: So, who was always carrying the gallon of water when you played? Um, I never played with anyone. So
1: it was always oh, me, no. which is also why it's annoying to play by yourself because you have to like find a place to put the water down and then attack someone. But there are very cute Moogles in it, and I think that's important. See, there are Moogles. So, is right that, there. Mm-hmm.
0: Is that the primary objective of the whole game? Like, is there a story?
1: There's a story. So, you're going like to different areas, I guess, like mm-hmm. traveling through them. But yeah, I guess, I think you're probably taking that jug with you to some place that you're told to go to. So it's, it's of water? It's like crystal juice. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It's crystal is
0: what it is. No! Oh, my jug
1: of crystal. <laughs> How
0: I was saying it wrong this whole time. God, embarrassing. <laughs> I'll stop the recording so we can start over. I, I didn't realize it was Crystal Chronicles.
1: Crystal. <laughs> Everyone has grills. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Ooh, I would play that
1: game. <laughs> so yeah, does that sound like what Wait,
0: but it, there's, What is the overarching story? Is there none?
1: There is one, but the thing is you create your own character, so it's not like there's some main hero who's trying to You're thwart. not the
0: main hero in this game? You
1: are, but you basically, like, there's four different races, and mm-hmm. everyone just chooses one. You can be all the same one or whatever, and then you just create your own character. Mm-hmm. So then it's just like you, person who was just created and <laughs> upon this world just now, uh, whoever you are, go do some quests. And then the Moogles give you little quests and stuff. Do quests, hold the jug. Got it.
0: What What is like the primary selling point of this game?
1: It was just kind of like a, an interesting way to do co-op, I guess. And also because it was the first Final Fantasy game on a Nintendo console since the Super Nintendo
0: I remember my friends that were playing it, like they would have a night, like Thursday nights, they'd all go to one person's house and bring their Game Boys. And their bottles of Cristal. Yes. Is... (laughs) Is the appeal is it like the is it mostly like hardware console related? It was it the novelty of like you could plug this in and then you can play with people. Is that the main? I think so. And then like the supplementary was whatever the game. Was. I am gonna say, call it. I think Ashley has to make a judgment call right now. I need
2: information. <laughs> <Sorry>.
1: <laughs> I will say that I really liked being able to make my own character, and I liked. The music was amazing and the world design was really cool because it's also like kind of top-down-ish, not like completely top-down, but sort Do of. Do you think <laughs> it was? it's a JRPG? It's definitely a JRPG. I would say it's not a real Final Fantasy but, game. Right, but it's still a JRPG. Yeah. Because you're still like a character fighting battles and leveling with up. The water, and I
0: just saw. carrying
1: crystal above your head. And you
0: should know that this debate was ignited by a listener named Courtney, who who posed this question to us. So Courtney's happiness depends on your answer. I mean, it sounds like it's Diner Dash, but with crystal, <laughs> no! it's like bottle service at a club. Oh my god, it is like bottle service. You know, you're, you're just, just playing the bottle service lady. At a club.
1: You're just choosing from four different Final Fantasy races. I guess just
0: because it came out of Japan, is it just, sure, it's a JRPG. You heard it it, here first, folks. Wait, did she (laughs) want to know if it was a JRPG or a Final Fantasy game? Uh, They wanted to know if it was a legit Final Fantasy game. Uh, Well, that does (laughs) not not sound like it That doesn't sound like we answered the question, but it's fine. (laughs) It's not. The ruling is that it's not. Yeah, it's It's not. It's more like a Diner Dash. Great. Okay, so in the Courtney, next entry you know. in the Diner Dash franchise. <laughs> <laughs> oh God. All right. Our first email is from Ben. Dear Polygon Show, thanks to your episode last week on indie games, I finally, finally got around to playing butterfly soup. Yay. Holy good crap. choice. Very good, Ben. That game is amazing. The writing is so genuinely funny and I kept finding myself in the diff- finding myself in the different characters even men who seemed so polar opposite to me I found as the game went on we had more in common than I thought All these emotions and your JRPG topic reminded me good segue Ben of Persona <laughs> 5 uh, <laughs> which I got earlier this year and absolutely adored I had heard fantastic things about Persona 4 so after beating 5 I looked it up ugh, I looked up it up to see how it compares. According to Internet Strangers, P4 is heavily about self-discovery and acceptance, which is always a theme in games that messes me up in all the right ways, so I need to play it. But it seems if I want to play the definitive version, I would have to buy a PS Vita, which seems silly for just one game. (laughs) I have a solution. I'm so excited. Give me the solution before I read the question. (laughs) The solution is buy a PS TV on eBay. Ding oh, ding ding ding. Yeah, that's why. And I then did. you can just buy Persona Four Golden for twenty dollars on the PS Store. For twenty dollars, it costs four twenty. Oh <laughs> my god! <laughs> so, only, <laughs> only here. Uh yes. All right. So. so, is that the like blanket solution for all of the Vita exclusives that we might want to? Yeah, I mean, I'm sure you could also get a cheap Vita. I'd say that they are really nice handhelds. But they are, but they're if you are dead. They are dead, but that means you could get one cheap on Craigslist. That's true. Bargain hunting, Chelsea says. That means uh, Craigslist on Craigslist. I would. I mean, I <laughs> maybe yeah. I don't know. People moving out, moving out. I mean, so, the, the so TV I'm... seems like the better solution if it's still supported and cheaper. And yeah. well, yeah. it was only fifty dollars when it was retail. So okay, I think. I mean, maybe you could just get a used one for thirty bucks. I think that's my solution to this thing because Is, I definitely I'm still telling Ashley so, to I play know. this game. Is that it's just like a thing you plug in as like a secondary thing to it, your PS4? No, it plugs in HDMI yeah. and it just acts like Is all it of, like a Chromecast or Chrome stick kind of thing? Fire stick? Kind of. of, but it's almost like a Vita because yeah. it has mm. the whole Vita menu.
1: Mm-hmm, oh, which ew. looks ugly <laughs> It looks no that it looks really weird. It looks
0: very bad on a big TV.
1: And you still need a memory card for it too.
0: Yes. But I think like that's the best solution because it, the when you play golden that looks amazing on a TV. What? You need okay. a memory card. Yeah, a separate accessory. I'm pretty sure
1: you need one, right?
0: A yeah. PS PS Vita uses memory cards. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Dang. yeah they were proprietary and it was awful. They're so expensive. Uh, well, then I- want to do that? I think you, I still but think TV th- would just use a regular one, right?
1: No. Oh. I don't yeah, but I don't remember if they came with one or they not. They didn't. My so my friend bought me a $20 PS TV and the memory card costs at least three times.
0: Oh my.
1: God. Fine, I guess my solution's wrong they're because really I forgot about the memory. Cute.
0: So they're so cute. Uh, I guess i will just I'm in the same camp. Yeah, I mean just, if either way you need just wait. a device and a memory card PSTV TV and memory card or they're, Vita and memory card, whatever. Yeah, they're bound to remaster for soon. I know it. They have to because with the PS Vita dying, I feel like it. They has legally to come. have to. Legally have it's to. Been dying over the course of how ten years. <laughs> I'm sorry yeah. to interrupt Ben's email, but I <laughs> no, like. No, this is good. I really, I'm so glad that I spent all of Christmas last year playing P4, and mm-hmm. because I'm in, I was in the same boat. I loved P5 and was like, I think it's amazing, and P4, I think is. In some ways, a little better.
2: Ooh!
0: Whoa! Wait, can I just borrow your TV, your PS TV? Yeah. Wow! Yay! I go. don't even have to spend any money. Ben, on the <laughs> other hand, may have to. <laughs> but but sorry, why did ben. it take me like a year to arrive <laughs> at well, this people, cashless conclusion? Let me figure this. Let me yes. Let's figure this out. But
1: um, yeah. Oh, yay, yay. I <laughs> never play mine. You can and it has PS. Four on it. Fuck. Anyway, P4
0: yeah, sh- So the question uh, that Ben had was since JRPGs seem to always have sequels and re-releases, have you ever had games or series you really want to play but decided to wait until a remaster or sequel came out? How did it work out? Was the waiting worth it or are you still waiting indefinitely? I well, turned to Ashley I was o. waiting <laughs> indefinitely until I realized this now that <laughs> two of you have these. Mm. Oh <laughs> and I have a Vita actually, so I don't know why you it's many What? So you know what? The three of you never offered. But is it my is it my burden to ask? Here's the problem. I offered to lend you my Vita to play Tearaway Oh, yeah. And I, I never, never followed through on bringing it. But it's different on oh, yeah, Vita. That's right. Okay. Different. You <laughs> well, get to be in the sun.
3: Uh
0: if, if I were not a, a person on this show, yes. <laughs> I would say I, I would just wait indefinitely, <laughs> except for this PSTV situation, unless mm-hmm. you can like kill your childhood friend for the memory card. But you are waiting for um, a but bunch of I'm, different I'm things. I'm waiting for a lot of things. I'm waiting for the Parasite Eve remaster, because it's a good cult classic. Again, I wrote about it on Polygon.com, I mm-hmm. think twice. Nope. Once. Um, and then I guess with uh Chrono Cross too, even though that's a really long shot that they'll ever remaster it because it's, you know, it wasn't you, Chrono triggers like the whole big thing, right? And then with Cross, God, it's so beautiful and colorful. There are a lot of like tropical things and nice scenery. They should. They really like should tropical things. I do. And you were very excited about Overcooked 2's tropical oh thing God, today. I'm so excited about it that I wrote that too. God, I <laughs> Maybe I'm generalizing so from cool. two examples. <laughs> like a singular <laughs> tropical I thing. I did talk about Costa del Sol and how I listened I to that. Do on vacation. Like tropical things. Yes. I guess so. Does this change anything about your life? Maybe. Maybe your I aesthetic I, your whole aesthetic I like tiki is tiki like drinks. I, I was about to say tiki drinks. I, I was always, like about to say that, yeah. I've always wanted to buy a moo
2: <laughs> They oh look no.
0: comfortable. Very breezy <laughs> and large. You don't have to worry about anything. You just wear the moo and walk That's down true. to Walgreens. And spin in a circle just because you're like,
2: I have I, a moo
0: <laughs> But the thing is like it doesn't even like flow outwards like a beautiful A-line it skirt. Doesn't. You know, it doesn't. You no. just look like an inflated tube. Ha <laughs> ha! <laughs> my dad had
1: a moo moo. <gasps> it was amazing.
0: He had a, a. Did he go on vacation? A man moo? Was
1: like... <laughs> <laughs> a dad moo and a mom moo because my mom had one too. Yikes. Yeah, <laughs> when we were in Nigeria, it was hot AF. My dad came back. My mom was wearing her, her moo moo. I'm like, I seen this. And then my dad came in. I was like, oh, shoot, my
2: dad <gasps> dress.
1: It was amazing. That's. I'm happy for him.
0: Oh, so, so in definitely <laughs> waiting for Parasite so, Eve and Chrono Cross. Yeah, and the one that I'll probably never get is Final Fantasy VIII. Now, why? Because you've been on. They're re-releasing seven and like nine and ten. Yeah. What's on the Switch. situation with eight? It's just, you know, Allegra asked them at Square Enix
1: mm-hmm. and Nintendo,
0: and they had no comment.
1: No maybe it's because it's
0: coming maybe because it's they lost it I think like because somebody on Twitter like linked to me to this article where they were like I don't know I think they're guessing that they, they it could have been deleted like the source code was deleted because back then you know they had like limited I guess you know space and archives and they're shipping it out on disks so like I think the theory is, is that the source code for that was deleted to make room for the next project. So they could I, that maybe they only held one at a time, but then why wasn't seven source code like why was it only eight?
2: You
0: know, I don't know. I would like the questions. I know, I I don't know. I don't know. Eight, I don't know. I know this is it's not going to be your biggest quest. I don't figuring it out. know why. Okay, well, okay. This Part is, of it is is that not everybody. It's not very popular in the final. You know, it's very yeah. divisive. A lot of people, I would say, more people hate love it and they think it's stupid. Mm-hmm. I actually, I would venture to say that more people hate it than love it. Why? I'm not even gonna get. I'm just you, okay. like I said. <laughs> if we want to erase the rest of the email portion, I will talk about it. <laughs> but. <laughs> Yeah, I'm sorry, what were you saying? No, I was gonna say, I also remember I confessed that I'd never played a Final Fantasy game and I would Uh like 8 to be my first because I've heard it's very good from you. Controversial. It's very, it has some things, you know, as every game does. It's surprising because it seems like out of all the other Final Fantasies, this one like the most really highlights this like romance of like these stupid Angsty teens, you know, <laughs> but like I, I think it's even that's even more enjoyable now because you can just laugh at how fucking over dramatic and dumb these teens are, but you still care about them. Hmm. Well, is some it, of them? Isn't Squall from Final Fantasy? Yeah, 8? yeah. he's,
1: and the, he's, he's in King Kingdom Hearts, out, so he like he always says whatever. Whatever. It is weird that he's in Kingdom Hearts. Yeah, they, they took changed a character, his character <sighs> to Leon.
0: Oh, that's right. Yeah, which is also weird. <laughs> I hated that. Wow. Oh. He lost his memories when the heartless thing happened. No one else
1: forgot their name. Wow. Aerith was still Aerith. Oh,
0: so that's kind of no. a mixed signal, right? Like he's there. But they changed his name, almost as if they're trying to put him in the witness
1: protection program <laughs> and save him from Final Fantasy Do you yeah. think it's like a rights issue? I mean, I, I don't know. Did something get lost in there where you I, can't? I was seeing something. So the theme song from Final Fantasy 8. Oh, right. It's like not on iTunes or anything. Like you can't find it on streaming, even Copyright. though the soundtrack. Yeah. So mm-hmm. some people think like that copyright ran out and it's expensive, but that seems like a weird thing to hold Couldn't the whole game they back. have off all off of yeah. Like,
0: wouldn't that have been just made for Square Enix? That doesn't make, I don't know. Yeah, I guess like maybe if it's still primarily her thing, like you said, if it's too expensive, but it's like, here's Square Enix.
2: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Just
0: get the license. Or put a MIDI cover on.
2: Yeah. Ooh. Yeah.
1: I would accept that make someone in the office do a cover on their ukulele okay wait it says there's a
0: PC port so when did that come out um they're at the same time yeah at the the same time wait you were saying that was bad though right Allegra me the PC one yeah I heard the PC one was bad oh yeah
1: what was the thing about it it apparently like had horrible resolution. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think
0: they did a, a bunch of, they were like wider, like, screen ports, and everyone was like, it looked really, really messed up. And yeah. they got super mad about the reception, and then they deleted the source code. Well, I just, you know, it, I'm wondering, like, maybe this is just me being naive, but, you know, at the time, right, like, it's not like there was a digital store. I mean, at yeah. that time, like, games were exclusively hard copies. Was it like, well, we put it on disc. Why do we need this on the computer to take up, you know, the eighty-five megabytes we have on this <laughs> computer? Yeah. I my my tw- my twofold questions are: one, is that true? Like of other earlier Final Fantasy games, like are there any earlier ones that are not available because, or that have missing source code? If the source code for eight is missing, and two. I was so invested in that question that I lost my train of thought and I don't know what my second question was. B. B. Two B <laughs> Near Automata. Is it basically a Final Fantasy game? I don't know. Um, those are my oh no. Two. Two was Ashley, you should do a feature piece on this for Polygon.com and spend three years I trying to figure spent. out what happened. You know to what? I've spent longer but maybe I'll spend three years <laughs> of investigating officially. Knocking on Square Enix's door, being like, hey, let's have a second email before we <laughs> get too overwhelmed. Dear Polygon Show, it was Christmas Eve and I had rented FF2, also known as Final Fantasy IV, for the millionth time. Near the midpoint of the game, you and your friends set sail for Baron, but your ship is attacked and your party is scattered. Cecil washes up on a nearby shore alone. I had just finished the sequence when my parents told me it was time for bed. I was nowhere near a save point, so I left the SNES on and turned off the TV.
3: Big I was so risk.
0: excited for presents that I could hardly sleep. I don't know if I really believed in Santa Claus, but he was still a big part of the fun and whimsy of it all. But that night, for the first time, I heard my parents putting the presents under the tree. Santa was a lie I wasn't angry But I also didn't feel more grown up I just felt sad And a little sick Maybe for the first time in my life I was aware enough to know that something was really ending And that things would never feel the same That morning I was the first to wake up I turned on my TV and the game was right where I had left it (sighs) Cecil was all alone A small dark sprite In the middle of a vast desolate beach That's how I felt alone, and a bit confused. I thought for a minute, and then I picked up the controller and started playing. I found the nearby town of Missidia, I met some new friends, and I headed off to Mount Ordeals to become a paladin. By the time the rest of my family had woken up, I was no longer sad or lonely. I was ready for the next adventure. Today after more than 30 years of gaming, I can honestly say I have never felt more emotionally connected with a game than that Christmas morning. All the best jacob
1: that is not where i saw that story <laughs> yeah, <though. laughs> At all. we're all so worried that, about a it yeah, i know right the, instead that instead of detail.
0: the loss of childhood innocence that i was literally that's why i had to lean away from the mic because you know out of all of like the types of themes like remember i feel like Allegra, you were talking about you really have like a soft spot for like coming of age stories you mm-hmm. love those mine is loss of innocence. (laughs) (laughs) That cuts me so deep to the core every time. You know, I learned about that in like high school and you're like, okay, yeah, whatever, yeah, I'm sure. You're in English class and you're like, "Uh uh-huh, uh-huh, it's this, but no, as you get older and then you look Mm. back at these stories of loss of innocence, it's just the most Painful thing. Yeah. Like watching, like aging with the Toy Story series.
2: Oh, no. Mm. Why? Horrible.
0: It guts you every time. Oh, God. Loss of innocence. I'm so sorry. You remember how simple everything was. Now nothing is simple
1: anymore. Jacob. (laughs) Jacob. <laughs>
2: Jacob.
0: Jacob!
1: Jacob! <laughs> well, the happy note is that he was really into Final Fantasy 4, A.K. 2, and he found really nice friends and love and happiness through it, right? Yep, yeah, yep. Yeah, yep. Yeah.
2: And that game yep. rules.
0: Yeah, cuz yeah. cuz sometimes you have to let go of things that were simple and beautiful. And that game and move teaches on, you that. And you change, <laughs> and the world changes with you. Oh god. I wonder if Jacob
1: got to the really really sad parts of that game that are very very much about the same Please theme. Please write back, Jacob.
0: So Chelsea
1: <laughs> wonder when Jacob got sad again. <laughs>
2: Jacob, <laughs> were you
1: ever happy
2: again? <laughs>
0: <No>. <laughs> we are going to take a brief break from JRPGs to have an advertiser segment from Betterment. They have some hot takes on how to feel less anxious about your financial future,
2: which we all need. Do you know the emotion most often associated with money? Anxiety. (laughs) Anxiety, right? We've all felt that, but where does it come from?
3: There's kind of a couple of different components to it. Some of them are really practical and they're valid, right? Like, Money is the ability to buy things that you need. We have other components of anxiety about money, which are more about just the social and psychological components of it. You can see other people spending money, but not other people saving money.
2: That's Dan Egan. He's the director of behavioral finance and investing with Betterment, an online financial advisor that reduces investment anxieties by helping clients set and meet goals.
3: When you sign up to Betterment, we're going to ask you a lot of questions that are just practically useful. You know, like, are you married? Where do you live? How much money do you make? Because that influences what are the best account types to use? What kind of tax breaks can you use? How much do you need to be saving and over what period of time?
2: According to Egan, the results of this can be summed up in one word
3: uh elation when you have that sense of accomplishment of having hiked up a very large mountain and gotten to the top and you can see for miles it really pays off a lot more than you expect and those kind of memories stick with you for longer
2: betterment outsmart average please remember investing involves risk this has been advertiser content from betterment
0: thank you betterment for that note to learn more about their tools you can visit betterment.com slash polygon that's B-E-T-T-E-R-M-E-N-T dot com slash Polygon. Let's get back to the show. Chelsea, uh, you wanted to talk about playing Earthbound and how like that came to you at a time when you were super bummed. Yeah. I mean, I know that this is sounds like a first world problem complaint, but sometimes there are parts of our jobs were sometimes relating to video games feels hard because like you see how much the sausage is made, like how the sausage is made. It sometimes feels like overblown marketing hype or just gross. Like, and I was feeling that way about video games in the summer of 2016. Like a lot of other stuff was happening in my life and i like like health issues, just things were very stressful. Mm -hmm. And, um, my boyfriend and I decided to play earthbound together. I never played the game before. Uh, it I played it on the Wii U. Yeah. Uh that's the good console. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I love uh, Wii U. I know. Uh and I what I found about the game is that it's it's so strange and bizarre, but also such perfect escapism because it's not it is a little bit about growing up and loss of innocence. And but it also is kind of about friendship and reliance on each other and mm-hmm. reliance on just like the power of like being together. And it's these four characters that are drawn together with this kind of like, even though the situation is terrible and like a horrible thing is like changing earth and making it shitty and evil. It's like their purity of friendship and also just like weird like commentary on 90s culture just like was so transportive. Like just took me out of reality entirely. Yeah. I don't know, it's, it's, you don't find games like that even more. Mm -hmm. It's so, and it was, like, surprising and surreal. And, like, you meet all these very weird characters. I don't know, very, like, nice and joyful game. Do you think it was considered an indie game when it came out?
2: I don't know. It
0: it was a cult classic because, like, I think Nintendo, like, I didn't play it then, but I know Nintendo, like, was hyping it up, but it didn't really connect with a lot of people because it's so Mm -hmm. weird. Yeah. Yeah. And I think it's just like only now that it's getting all this recognition and now, like, only now people are like, where's Mother 3? (laughs) It's the undertale of of the 90s. (laughs) The weirdest thing is how much... I played this after playing Undertale mm-hmm. and it's so like whoa Undertale borrows so much from that game yeah, yeah it looks so similar it, but also just respects. there are some the big twist of that game that you see near the end is so similar to Undertale's oh so interesting. yeah interesting I don't want to I like I don't want to spoil it because even though it's a 25 year old game I feel like a lot of people haven't played it and That's it was true. that was profoundly moving is what I will say is like mm-hmm. It makes you connect with the game so hard and just like feel so feel connected like to your characters. The, the barrier of entry for me felt unsurprised or I'm sorry, surprisingly high in that like I was in the very beginning of the game and it just like I think the level and difficulty just spiked and I really felt confused, I guess, and frustrated like because it was made so long ago, I'm like wondering like, is it supposed to be like this? Am I doing something wrong? Do I have to grind in, you know, only after playing like the first two hours or something? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I. I mean, and the I like admittedly was at an advantage because I was playing with someone who had played it, mm, who would like mm-hmm. give me a little nudge if I didn't know what to do. Oh, okay, mm-hmm. but would still at least I was able to discover stuff on my own. <laughs> mm-hmm. Did but you guys trade off, or did did you play and? I John mostly watched? mostly played and Sean yeah, yeah. watched, but it was really nice because he really nice. Played yeah. it, He'd played it like four times, Aww. so it was just like I think he was enjoying watching me experiencing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. But, I miss that. I miss having someone to watch me play video yeah. games, which is it sounds weirdly selfish when I say it out loud. I know. But <laughs> it's so
1: it feels like a collaborative kind of thing, though. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. yeah, right. Yeah, I definitely prefer playing games with people. Like, not I don't like multiplayer. Like you, I don't want to be against you or whatever. Ew. You don't want <laughs> to carry a job. <laughs> get jug? out of my game, but watch me and comment. It's fine. no,
0: because I think that there's so much about games. It's like the discovery. And maybe that was part of why I liked it so much, too, where it's like Mm -hmm. you're doing this together in the game and out of it and like Mm you help each other. Mm -hmm. And that's just like so nice and rewarding. I also like that sometimes, you know, you'll end up making like parts of the game that are unexpected, like more fun, just because maybe both of you like make fun of something or you one of you notices something and like. Yeah. it's just more fun I guess that was me with not a JRPG but uh, <laughs> take a shot Assassin's Creed Syndicate because no. uh, I was playing with Emmett hey listeners it's been a while everyone like <laughs> a furiously grabs for their whiskey <laughs> but where's Lewis <laughs> someone's on the subway and pulls a shot out of their boot they're like yes um, when I played sequence 8 Emmett was watching me play my best friend and it was like the middle of the night. I was staying up really late and it ends with like that very shocker moment where it's like, oh, all of the like gay subtext was not subtext. It was real. Um And we just kind of like, we could not believe it was happening. It was just one of those magical moments where we're like, that that's that this happened. we We both saw this. this is real. And mm. then I think for the rest of the night, like as we were brushing our teeth and getting ready for bed, we would kind of just burst into each other's rooms and like, <laughs>
2: and one more thing. <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh my God, that's so nice. Yeah. yeah, it was a fun time, anyway, yeah. Any final thoughts about Earthbound or do we have another Oh my god, no, it's not about Earthbound. <laughs> Tell but it's me. it's about it's similar to what you were just describing. Yeah. Is like I was playing part of the Spider-Man game um at Helen's house and she had she had beaten it already. I am stuck in the beginning at the first like mini You know, I don't even want to talk about it. it's so frustrating. I just I just stopped. Anyways. <gasps> but I'm playing it, then I'm like swinging around, I'm doing stuff, and then like we're walking around and we're just chatting, right? So mm-hmm. I'm not like so focused on finding the next mission. Yeah. And then I think after some extended observation we just noticed something about the squirrels <laughs> you know? <laughs> which I kind of want to make some sort of expository video on this which is that the squirrels are actually stuck in this um, like animation loop <gasps> so it's basically, you know, they'll they'll be on the tree but like if you look at it, it kind of looks ridiculous because it, I, I know squirrels are supposed to jump far, Yeah. but like you look at it and this squirrel just sort of, it just sort of like, it's like a it tilt on an axis and then it suddenly just is on the tree. You know, like jumps, like there's no natural movement. Yeah. It does that and then it like goes up and it does it again. It like turns smoothly on an axis, it just rotates and then it climbs back down and jumps off on the ground makes a circle and it does this again and we notice that it never actually like goes up the tree. It just repeats the same animation over Mm. and over. And then actually after looking at that for long enough, we were both, we started to get really depressed by it because I was just like, oh my God, this is a metaphor. He's never going to get up that tree. He's stuck in this like (gasps) Sisyphusian loop. Does this mean something? Is this what they were trying to say? Like, And then so we walked around trying to find other squirrels. And like stand by them, stand across from them, see if they, something would change. No, we've just arrived at like a really depressing existential philosophy because of these squirrels, which like,
2: oh, no, I've never stopped
0: to look at the fucking squirrels when I was doing Spider-Man by myself. You know, yeah, you just notice weird shit with your friends sometimes. Yes. Two eyes. Four eyes are better than two. However, many saying? eyes you have two available eyes. to you between the two people are what? better than the amount of eyes, eyes that one eyes person has. Two eyes are maximum of four eyes are better than the minimum. The, I don't know. Minimum You're doing a very eyes. good job. There are too many. Uh, <laughs> I I mean, what if the squirrels in Mayor Osborne's New York have all been messed up with those chemicals that are sprayed all over the brainwashed g- And they're all brainwashed and they're stuck in loops. Or they're robot drones. Yes. Because oh, no. the squirrels are extinct. Oh, no. They're they're cameras. They're cameras. They're just watching Spider Man. <gasps> Fuck Okay. The real well, squirrels were I'm... killed by the raccoons with distemper in central ah. park. Oh, that's true. <laughs> you ever watch April in the Extraordinary World? It's a very good no. French animated film. Uh. Anyway, in there it just evo- <laughs> there there's one part where you just see like pigeons and like rats, but like they're kind of used as surveillance. It's really creepy. Messed up. They're like robots. I'll we'll look it up. We're going to have a final email. This one is from Jimmy. I don't know why I said your name like that. Jimmy. Hi, Jimmy. Oh, Jimmy. 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 Hi, Polygon Show. I have two confessions to make. First of all, I don't really like JRPGs. <laughs> At least... I don't get them. Wow. Wow. <laughs> don't you on. make duck sounds at Jimmy. <laughs> <laughs> the typical tropes and art style tend to tire me out extremely quickly. However, a couple of months ago I was hospitalized for some time and my sole source of entertainment was my 3DS. I soon realized that there is a limit to how much Zelda one can play before burning out. Wrong. Second wrong thing <laughs> you've said, Jimmy. <laughs> <laughs> so I took a long shot and got myself a game with that anime looking graphics that I don't like because it promised many hours of gameplay. And I was hooked right from the start. I poured in hour after hour into these ridiculous looking people and their melodramatic lives. And wow. now I, that's the best way to put it. Jimerson. And when I finally finished it, I immediately grabbed the next one in the series. So here comes my second confession. I am deeply and madly in love with the Fire Emblem series. Yeah! I love pretty much everything about it, and I don't know why. I can't explain it at all. It has all the elements that I typically don't like about JRPGs, and yet I still can't get enough of the stuff. I feel like a creep when I'm playing Dollhouse and pair up my comrades just so they can bump uglies and produce offspring for me to take into combat. Ew! And of course pair them up as well. What? I love it! (laughs) So when I got home I ordered a Switch just because there's a Fire Emblem title coming. Which may have been somewhat rash, all things considered. And now I'm scratching my F.E. itch with the mobile version and it doesn't really do it for me. I'm getting desperate for a substitute. So do you have any recommendations for a JRPG title with a lowercase j? Or even better, a game that plays like, but isn't, Fire Emblem? Thank you, Jimmy. Mm.
1: Jimmy, that was a whirlwind. I freaking love Fire Emblem. Yeah, yeah. It's so good. And I think that it's not like an obvious... JRPG in that sense of like oh you have your four player party and mm-hmm. you're following them and they have stupid banter or whatever and you go to an inn and you go so to town damning. and yada yada. <laughs> I mean I love JRPGs but Fire Emblem I assume Jimmy played Fire Emblem Awakening and Fire Emblem Fates which are both really really great and got a lot of newcomers into the series. So It's different because it's like a strategy tactical RPG. Mm -hmm. So you have a much larger grid. It feels more like an advanced wars type Mm -hmm. game, like a military strategy game even. And you have a much larger party to like set out onto the board. And then it's grid based. And there's a really like surprisingly complicated weapon triangle. So it doesn't feel like the standard like, oh, you have magic points and you have health points, even though it does have those Traditional elements, um, so I can totally understand why someone who doesn't really like JRPGs would get into Fire Emblem, even though there are waifus and <laughs> the story is horrible <laughs> and everyone is really cute. Um, and you make them marry each <laughs> other. Yeah, but
0: you breed them. You don't breed them. It They're sound, humans. It sounds like that's what you're doing. You're breeding them. You're just matchmaking. I mean, yeah, it's matchmaking. He said, "I quote." Bump uglies to make offspring, right? Well, when you hook up, when you get your friends to hook up. You're essentially breeding them. Um,
1: also, Sophira Awakening has a time travel element. So you can sort of argue that the people are sort of required to bump ugly so that they can bring their children from the future into the past. Oh, my Yikes. God. So is
0: this like when in Back to the Future, when his mom like really wants to bang him? Is it like that? Except they go through with it and then they port them over to no, the present no, time? No. No
1: one is having sex with their child. Okay, good. Never mind. Anyway, so... They're making children. They're making the children who already exist in the future. New children, fresh children.
0: Wait, children what? But they're in the same bloodline? They're making the children that already exist in the (laughs) future? They're
1: making the children in the present, and then the children, they have the child, and then Uh the child the older version of the child comes back to our present being like, hey, I'm not a baby anymore, I'm an that adult. That just sounds and like real, like that's
0: just life. That's what life is. I mean, also,
1: this also kind of just reminds me of
0: Tomodachi life where also my real life friends would have babies and yeah. terrible pairings. It's very
1: confusing. So, it's like
0: a combination between Tomodachi life and the concept that birds are nuggets in the past and the present. Okay. Yeah. The anyway, future. so
1: a, a recommendation if you like Fire Emblem is Final Fantasy Advance or Got Final Fantasy Tactics which ah, I like oh. Final Fantasy Tactics Advance a lot but also the original one is oh, great. I
2: played A2 and that was wonderful. Yeah. Wait, those games are really fun. Are those mm-hmm. on 3DS?
1: Uh DS. Oh, well, yeah, Why? They, uh, Final Fantasy Tactics was a PlayStation game though. Yeah, so you that's can get what I that thought. on PlayStation. 3. Ironically,
0: I Jimmy just not said he, they that. have a 3DS and a Switch.
1: So they can play it's Final Fantasy Tactics A2. Can okay. you not play DS games on the 3DS? You can. Depending. Final Fantasy Tactics Advance is a Game Boy Advance game, but okay. you can play A2.
0: Okay. Yes. Okay, that's a good, that's a good recommendation. Yeah, That's that a good
1: recommendation.
0: Do you want to briefly, before we go away, Allegra, talk about Legend of Heroes Trails in the Sky, which is a thing I've never heard of in my life? <laughs>
1: <laughs> sure. So... Um, I'm trying to figure out how I can tie this to Jimmy, I guess, but I really Jimmy. can't. So, sorry, Jimmy.
2: <laughs> Your time it's in fine.
1: the spotlight is over, Your Jimmy. Time, Jimmy. Anyway, let's forget that Jimmy that ever no happened. Good I don't
0: know. I can never forget that we, talk, we use the phrase bump uglies like seven times. <laughs> yeah. Jimmy's fault!
2: Thanks for
1: nothing, Jim. Anyway, um, so, I love JRPGs, but I think one of the biggest issues, perhaps what Jimmy may have with them as well, even though this actually... Uh, Appeal to Jimmy is they're very long. They can often be very, very, very long. And if it starts off like on a really strong foot, like Persona free immediately grabbed me Mm -hmm. Um, Pokemon, you know, that's very simplified, but like immediately grabs me. If they don't, then it can be a real slog because like we had an article up the other day saying, Oh, after 15 hours, Assassin's Creed Odyssey really picks up. (laughs) And the idea that you have to invest that much time into something and it's Mm -hmm. still like, that's when it really gets going in this day and age and like having a job and all that stuff I can't imagine doing that anymore Mm -hmm. and so it's gotten harder and harder and harder for me to even just dabble in JRPGs when I used to do that more often if something that I only liked one part of I would still play so once I got into college and didn't really have time for stuff I started to fall off that train um, but I was like, okay, I really want to play a JRPG again. I really do love them. I love the characters. I love the stories. I love the battle systems. And Legend of Heroes, it's this franchise that's super huge with like JRPG, I would say like hardcore JRPG fans, maybe. Mm-hmm. It's like a, one of those kind of cult titles. Yeah. Um, and they had just brought it to PC, I think. And I was home over the summer and I didn't really have much to do. So I was like, I have some time. But I'm looking for jobs. I downloaded a PSP emulator, even though it was brought to PC. I don't know why I downloaded an emulator. But anyway, I downloaded an emulator for some reason. And then I was like, I'm going to try this game finally. Because everyone says the writing's so funny. The characters are so unforgettable. The story's fantastic. But then I read after I downloaded it that actually you don't really experience any of that stuff until like five to ten hours in. and the beginning is so slow and so boring and they were all like no no just keep up with it keep up with it I'm like I don't think I have five to ten hours to do that anymore at all yeah and that's something I've run into with JRPGs more so than any other genre right and increasingly as I get older where it's like oh you know this seems cool it looks cool I like the setting and then I play it and it's like if it doesn't immediately grab me within like 30 minutes or an hour I just can't do that anymore Mm -hmm. so Legend of Heroes I thought would be so fun and amazing and I still want to I don't know. Download a save state or something and skip ahead because the characters I was seeing, mm-hmm. like how they could become cool, but I don't think I'll ever be able to go back to that. It was just so painfully slow. That's is so frustrating. Just disappointing for sure. This is why I'll never play a Kingdom Hearts game now. <laughs> Those are amazing from the start.
0: Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, uh, talk about stuff. <laughs> Destiny, Destiny Oh yeah, that bitch. motherfucking place. Is island's rules. Are no! you joking? I know.
1: I think there was an episode where you guys were hating on it. And I just I didn't say anything because it made never
0: me never escape from that hellhole. The beginning of Kingdom Hearts 2 is two hours of cutscenes, it's right? It's so yeah. good. It's so
1: no.
2: fun. No. No. It's no. boxes and so you
1: weird.
0: have a
2: skateboarding It was Nonsense. For like maybe an hour and then you're like, let's, let's get going. Let's yeah. save this for well, the Kingdom Hearts episode. Yeah, we are. Yeah. Gonna yeah. Have it's just going to be this. Here's
1: a preview. It's just going to be you guys yelling at me while I'm like it's not bad noted I'm putting that down in my
0: notes cause it's that's dead! gonna be in Look. January 2019 when we have our, when Kingdom Hearts 3 comes out
2: so and
0: nice. that is all of us for this week that's our show thank you so much everyone who wrote in Uh we because we have been talking about JR, the JRPG episode for like three weeks we have so many emails so I'm sorry we could only get to three but thank you thank you thank you so much I really appreciate it if you want to send in an email for next week's episode which is going to be about video game movies <gasps> you can send it to polygonshow at polygon.com yes I will be talking about Avon Children why it's a great movie I'll probably avoid talking about the Assassin's Creed movie because you know nobody enjoyed it but me um so Stand it, okay? Live your truth, <laughs> Simone. I have no truth to live. And if you like the show and you want to give it a rating or a review, please do that on Apple Podcasts. We super appreciate that. Thank you so much, everyone. This has been The Polygon Show.